Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. I want to dedicate this show to my late dad. He passed two years ago. Uh, I've got a really great show. We're going to kick it off uh, with someone standing by calling in from New York. It's Annie Shagnow. And uh, we're going to be talking about the book she worked on called How Lovely the Ruins, Inspirational Poems and Words for Difficult Times. I read this book and I thought, this is perfect for Get the Funk Out. So it's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Annie Shagno. Good morning, Annie. Good morning. How are you? Good. As I mentioned, I really enjoyed this book. It really aligned well with Get the Funk Out. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, It just really spoke to me because I know personally I write through challenging times and it helps me process tumultuous situations or whatever. So Mm -hmm. tell me how this book came to be. Absolutely. So How Lovely the Ruins came about in response to the tumultuous cultural and political climate of the last year, Mm -hmm. you know, the time leading up to the presidential election and, of course, the aftermath. And we noticed, I edited this collection along with another colleague here at Spiegel and Grau, Emmy Akonda, we noticed the inspiring trend of our friends and family members frequently posting poetry on Facebook um, and inspirational quotes. But these were poems that were meant to help people cope with fear, stress, and anxiety they were feeling, but they were also poems that really jolted readers and woke them up in a way. So um, we noticed during this time that other other outlets were marking the trend. You know, The Guardian, The Atlantic, NPR, they mm-hmm. all noted this was happening, the fact that people were turning to poetry. Um, so we collected all the poems that we saw being shared, and then we polled our colleagues and friends asking them for old and new inspirations, you know, what poetry and prose passages they were turning to now and what they had repeatedly turned to in difficult times past. So how lovely the ruins is that collection based on our uh, the responses that we received. It's a beautiful, you know, a reflection of a very challenging time captured Thank in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we it was our goal to to create a book that spoke to a particular moment, but mm-hmm. also one that would stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that we accomplished that somehow. And that, that was what we set out when we, you know, when we decided which ones we were going to include in the book. We wanted to make sure it was a diverse collection. We want to make sure that it represented what we had been seeing, people sharing, sure. and that it felt like it, you know, showed this moment of cultural anxiety and some of the fear that people were feeling, but then it also was something that you could turn to for the rest of your life, you know, not just with these universal anxieties, but yes. with extremely personal difficulties right. as well. Um, so we hope that it, it transcends the personal to the universal and vice versa, and I think it does. I, absolutely. One thing that I noticed in the material that I received, it says... This work celebrates our capacity for compassion, our patriotism, Mm -hmm. our right to protest, and our ability to persevere. Yes. I hope so. I'm glad you felt that way. (laughs) Yes. But, yeah. How did you select Pulitzer Prize finalist Elizabeth Alexander to write the foreword? So we were so lucky, but 
she came to mind for us, so she wrote the poem Praise Song for the Day, which was read at Barack Obama's 2009 inauguration. And we wanted to evoke an era of hope. Um, And so we reached out to her, and we gave her the entire collection. We wanted to make sure that this resonated with her, and we were so lucky that it did, and that she was on board to write a foreword that that spoke to the importance of poetry and, and why it's meaningful in, in the toughest times in our national fabric and in personal fabric. Yes. And her forward is just incredible, and I think it sets, it sets the tone for the book, which we hope is one of hope. Yes, it is. I'm, I just mm-hmm. want to share, I'm going to share two lines of the forward. Oh, I mean, there's so much great mm-hmm. stuff. Poems are, are how we say, this is who we are. Poems are heart and soul made legible. Poetry is ancient. Poetry is the way peoples have carried their songs forward across culture and across time, saying this is who we are, and this is where and what we come from. That was beautiful. Yeah, I thought so too. It really is. And, and so, I mean, we made the book that we wanted to read and the book that we wanted to give to all of our friends and family and a book that we felt represented who we are as a as a nation, and mm-hmm. and so we we definitely had grand aspirations for this book, um, but I'm proud of who, you know the poems that we selected and the way that it came together. I think it's great. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Annie Shagno. Uh, she's one of you're one of the editors, correct? Of yeah. How lovely the ruins, inspirational poems and words for difficult times. Uh, how did you come up with the name, with the title? So the title is from a poem that we have in the collection called There Are Birds Here by Jamal May. Um, I think it's the, it might be the second poem right off the bat. But we we were combing through all the poems to try to find a title, to try to find one that really fit. Mm-hmm. With with what we were trying to say, and you know, so m- many of the poems convey this idea. We have, I think, one of my favorite poems in the collection is called "Try to Praise the Mutilated World" by Adam Zagajewski, okay. and then there's another um, Masahide haiku that says, "Barns burnt down. Oh, yes. Now, now I can see the moon." And so, this idea, which I think is so personal and and universal, of that even even when everything is torpedoed mm-hmm. and a desolate mess, there's still something hopeful and lovely in that mess. Even if the world is mutilated and sad and there's so much anxiety, there's still so much beauty. Right. And we wanted to convey that with this book and, and help people to see it. And so this this is a line from that Jamal May poem, and it stuck out to us immediately. It wasn't really much of a search for the title, to be honest, because we were like, oh, you just read that line and it gives you such a a powerful sense of what the package is. Yes, which, as I said earlier, you know, this was a perfect fit for my show because I always say that we go through life's ups and downs. You go through these funks, personal, professional, whatever, and through that really tough time, you can find the light at the end of the tunnel or something really wonderful happens. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I think sometimes poetry can illuminate the world in ways that, for me, sometimes other form of reading can't quite, and it's the creative structure of it. It can just, 
it says something in a different way, and so it can it can illuminate something that you never thought about, mm-hmm. or you know, give you someone else's point of view. It's an interesting access point um, to see the world in a new way, and we hope that you see that some of the ruins you can feel grateful for them and that they are, in fact, lovely. And you know what's wonderful about this took, uh, book, Annie, is mm. that I feel like this can be open to all ages because, you know, I'm looking at this, and some of them are longer than others. Some of them are maybe a couple sentences. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, some are people that maybe teenagers have never heard of, but it might spark their interest for, for poetry. Right, yeah, I think so. You know, it, it does include, it's not just poetry, but there are there are you know, our prose passages, because people were posting a lot of poetry, but they were also posting inspirational words and sayings. Mm -hmm. I think that we live in a really fast-paced culture where we're inundated with so much, and it's a time where people are kind of interested in turning towards these shorter things that you can have an experience with very quickly, and it can slow you down and so I think people are posting more inspirational yes. quotes on Instagram and it stops you in your day and it helps. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that about a lot of different poets, especially Anne Lamott who's going to be on oh, the next right. segment. Um, oh, wonderful. Yes, so, well she's not coming in live but it was a TED talk, that's the best mm-hmm. I can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I heard her speak uh, recently at UCLA with uh, Eve Ensler. It was so powerful. Um, I do want to share, here's one line. This was definitely going out to teenagers. Um, this mm-hmm. is John Green, The Fault in Our Stars. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about pain. It demands to be felt. Yeah. So that, that is actually, you know, I think that's a poem we, re- or that is a line that we receive from other people, but I actually had that saved in email drafts for years. You do? Um, wow. Yeah, I used to. This I, I um, you know, like everyone has dealt with some very difficult stuff mm-hmm. um, and actually some chronic pain issues. And I found that line in that book and I just was like, oh, that's it. You know, there, yes. you, you have to experience it and, and find something good in it, perhaps. And then other people found it and gave us that quote also. And so I was like, oh, it, it resonates. It's really resonating with a lot of people. But, um, yeah, I think it'll definitely get the teenage market, which is good. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Here's one, Gloria Steinem. I have met brave women who are exploring the outer edge of human possibility with no history to guide them and with a courage to make themselves vulnerable that I find mm-hmm. moving beyond words. Mm-hmm. I, I love her. Yeah, me too. And, I mean, I think that speaks to the fact that Poetry is such a pure, immediate, and concentrated response to the world, and Mm -hmm. it's always been a voice of change and, you know, often a form of protest. And so I think that it, it somehow distills what's happening in the world and presents it to us in a fascinating, inspiring way. I want to share one more. I mean, I could sit here and read the whole book. (laughs) 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 You'll be on for a few hours. Um, Here's one. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Maya Angelou. Absolutely. Uh, That was the one that every media outlet was like 
everyone is sharing this poem, you know, last fall. And I think it's just one of the most powerful poems ever written. And my colleague who edited this collection with me has it taped up to her office wall and taped it up last year. And we know that it's, it's a powerful one for so many. Right. This project must have changed so many people's mindsets and moods and been so uplifting. Tell me, what would you like listeners to take away, or yeah, the listeners of my show and the readers to take away from this book? I think that this is a book that we hope is for anyone to read at any difficult point in their life. Mm-hmm. For anybody having a hard time, whether they feel overwhelmed by the natural disasters and acts of terrorism that are happening in the world, or if they're going through a very intense personal struggle, this is a book that you can open up and turn to in that moment and feel a sense of relief and hope and energy and maybe a new insight into a problem, maybe challenged in a good way, but we hope... um, uplifted and soothed and so I think that it's a book for anybody who is going through a struggle and we hope that it's a light for everyone fantastic Annie thank you so much for calling the show I really thank you so much yeah thank you for loving the book oh I really loved it thanks again good take care bye-bye that was Annie Shagno calling in to talk about How Lovely the Ruins, a book she worked on. Uh, she's the editor for this book. How Lovely the Ruins, Inspirational Poems and Words for Difficult Times. If you missed any part of this segment, it will be up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And right now there is a full description of the book, all the information about the various poets and prose and quotes from different people. It's on there as well. I do want to mention KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org. And my show, I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z, underscore rock. We'll be right back after a short break. <laughs> 